But I'll remind you anyway, it was once upon a time. Once upon a time, once a very long, long time ago, before time was a little crooked, before even that, when time was kind of circular, and before that, when time was a rhythm, before that, when time was a serpent, and before that. No one actually knows what time was. Before that, even, there was darkness. And there had been darkness as long as anyone could remember, though there was no one around to even do the remembering. <laughs> Some people do say that before that darkness, there was a great sun that shone so bright in the sky. But at some point, that sun died, and that's why there was the darkness. Others say the darkness was always there. Either way, what we do know is that there was darkness and water. There was darkness and there was water. And at times, the darkness would gather thick in some places. And then it would separate and get thin, and it would get thick, and it would get thin. And this happened for who knows how long. But one time, when the darkness gathered so thick, so incredibly thick, something happened. A man stepped out of that thick darkness. So a man stepped out, and he began wandering amongst the darkness. And he wandered for a long, long time. Until one day, he had a thought. And in that way, he knew himself. How about that? <laughs> he had a thought. One day he had a thought. And in that way, he knew himself. He knew himself a man. And that he had a purpose. And so he put his hand over his heart. And from his heart, he drew out a stick. And that stick became his companion, and he walked in the darkness with that stick. Together, the two of them walked, and when he needed a rest, he could lean upon that stick. Well, one day, he had an idea. And he reached inside of himself and he took out some ants and he put the ants on the stick. You see, everything that he created, he took from his own body. And so he took little ants and he put them on the stick. It was a greasewood stick, a stick from the greasewood tree. And the little ants worked on that stick and they worked and they worked on the gum of the wood. And they worked the gum, they worked the gum, and they made a ball. A ball on the stick, and the man took the ball, and he put it on the ground, and he stood upon the ball, and he started working with his feet, rolling the ball around, and the ball began to grow. And he sang a song. I make the world, and lo, the world is finished. I make the world, and lo, the world is finished. 
And he would work the ball with his feet, and he would sing the song, and he sang, and he sang, and he sang, and he worked the ball, and he worked the ball, and he worked the ball, until he stopped singing. He was done with his song, and can you believe what he was standing upon? But the world. The world was created. What a marvelous thing. What a marvelous thing. The world was created and he sang another song. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Move it forth and everything came to life. But there was still darkness. And so the man reached inside and he took out a very large rock. And he broke this rock up into little pieces. And he threw the pieces into the sky. And he made the stars. But the stars were not bright enough to lighten up the darkness. So he reached inside of himself and he put something else in the sky and that which we call the Milky Way. But that too was not bright enough to lighten up the darkness. And so once again, he reached inside himself and he took out the moon, our beautiful moon, our grandmother. And he put her in the sky all full and fat and beautiful. And she was bright. Indeed, she was bright. But still... Even the moon was not bright enough to lighten up the darkness. And the man began to think, it seems that anything I take from myself is just not bright enough. And so he had an idea. And he took from his body two bowls, two large bowls, and he filled one of them up with water. And he put the other bowl on top of that bowl. And he began to pray and wish for what it was that he wanted. And he prayed and he wished and with fierce attention, thinking of absolutely nothing else except for the truth of what it was that he wanted. And with focused attention, he prayed. And some say that he sat there for a long, long time. There are others who claim it was a short time. Others still say it was an even longer time than that. Who knows how long he sat there with that fierce one-point focus attention on what it was that he wanted. But after whatever amount of time, a shift inside the bowls occurred, and all of a sudden, through the crack between the two bowls, a great light started to pour out. And the man lifted the lid, and there, behold, was the sun was our son. And he took the son 
out of the bowl and he threw it to the east. But the sun did not touch the ground. And instead, it just stuck in the sky. And it didn't move at all. And so the man took the sun down and threw it to the north. But still, the sun did not touch the ground and just stuck in the north, not moving. And he threw it to the west, and he threw the sun to the south. But any direction that he threw the sun, all it would do is stick in the sky, not hitting the ground. But he decided to try one more time. And he took the sun and once more threw the sun to the east. But this time the sun hit the ground and bounced. And began to move upward. And moved around the sky and around the world. And it took a whole day for the sun to move around the world. A miraculous thing. It took a whole day for the sun to move around the world. It's an amazing coincidence or synchronicity. But every single day, every single day in the morning, the sun needs to bounce in the east again before rising and making its motion around the world. That's what they say. They say that's how it happened. For me, of that part, that's all I know. Thank you. It's a Pima creation story. The Pima people from southern Arizona told that story on the solstice. It's a perfect solstice story. I love this story so much. It fits inside my body in a nice way. It's like, ooh, just nestled in there.